Yes, you can help solve a mystery. That is right. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Welcome to the Stack Pack. Um, I'm David Howell, joined by Rodan, and um, I have also with me um, from Staten Island, Dan Derwin, hanging out. So it's just the three of us today, and we're going to be discussing Volume 3, Episode 3 of um, Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries, ooh, the episode ooh. entitled... It's, it, let me guess, it's something very clever, like, I don't know, body in bag? Yeah. It's body, Is it just body in bag? It's body in bags. Oh, bags. Yeah, plural. Multiple plural, bag. bags, yes. Unfortunately, it's two. Um, bags. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this crazy, insane, like, uh, ballsy-ass case. Like, what the fuck? How do you do something like this? Um, yeah, let's get into it, guys. You guys, uh, we're talking about the murder of David Carter and the, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Um, the fugitive, the the criminal that's on the run. Uh, what's her name? Tamara Williams. Tamara Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a crazy one, guys. David Carter is a good dad. A uh, small business owner. What, what's the name of his? Did you get the name of his company? Lavish Habits Unlimited. Lavish, Lavish Habits. Habits. That was it. L-A-G-U. Habits was the name. Yeah. Yo, Lavish Habits. Yeah, Lavish Lavish Habits. Lavish Habits. It's a bit of a tongue twister, actually. Lavish Habits. Um, that's it's you know like a small clothing company. Um, he's a good dad. Um, I guess he had a kid when he was pretty young. Like when he, I think they said he was like nineteen. And well, he, the wife, not the wife, the, the mother was 19 and he was 20. Okay. But yeah, so they didn't stay together, but they're friends and they co-parented. So they, there was no drama, it seemed, from that. Well, at least from the Unsolved Mysteries episode, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, it seemed, he seemed like a good dad. You know, of course, um, he's going to be a murder victim. So he'd give you the shirt off of his back. He seemed like a real stand Lavish Habit exclusive. Yeah, Lavish Habit was uh, being... Uh, Habitually sweet and nice is uh, the way he's presented. Um, he had a lot of girlfriends um, after, you know, off and on. And um, once his kid's older, he starts dating Tammy in uh, March of 2018. And Tammy's like a high school friend, right? Bad news. They reconnected. There's another high school friend that's talking um, about how they all knew together. They were all friends and... They didn't keep in touch, and it was real weird and kind of surprising that they were dating and stuff. And yes, yeah, it just seemed uh, it seemed normal. Tammy seemed cool, but they started dating, and six months go by. Um, the sister says that uh, she's kind of obsessive. The dad talks about how it family get-togethers. She'd keep a close eye on him, making sh- you know watching who she, who he talked to and stuff like that. Or, and she kept tabs on him. Yeah, pretty much. She was a jealous mofo. <clears throat> yeah, so we cut to September 2018, and it's been six months of them dating. David weirdly messages the um, his his son's mom and says, "Like I'm sick, and the, you know he can't stay the weekend like he was planning on it, like he was planning to." Um, and DJ um, finds this weird. He texts his dad. He gets a weird, similar message. And he's like, well, I got some stuff at the apartment that I need to get. So he heads over. And when he's there, he sees Tammy taking out garbage, right? He sees Tammy. Yeah, she throws the garbage out. They cross paths. 
You yeah, know? and he and make- then, uh, he's walking towards the apartment, and as he's walking towards, she comes running from like the dumpster and like passes him at full speed and beats him into the apartment and then locks the door behind her. Yeah, so he goes in. He's like, "That's weird. We totally saw each other, and he has a key." So he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so he just goes in, and he's like immediately approached by her, and she gives like a whole spiel about the dad being sick, and but he's not there. Um, that he's walking around, and um, she won't let him into the bath into his bedroom or the bathroom adjoining the bedroom, or the bathroom next to the bedroom. What I don't know. Exactly yeah, and she was it. also washing her hands or in the sink or something was going on with the she sink, was right? Cleaning in the something in the in the kitchen sink as he walks in. Or at least in Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Re- reenactment. He um he asks if she's seen his charger and that's what he came for. And he quick and you know, he doesn't get any real answers. He's just not allowed in the room and then he just leaves. Probably best he did, honestly. Yeah, he says that later on in the episode. Not to jump ahead, but he says it later on saying, you know, I guess if he had pried or, you know, tried to get into the room, maybe she would have fucked him up or who knows, you know? Yeah, maybe she'd done him in too. Yeah. Correct. Done him in. So this is when start, stuff starts getting weird. He he doesn't go to work. He's supposed to go to work on that Sunday. By Tuesday, he hasn't been at work for three days, so... um a coworker calls his sister. They go to his apartment. They terrifyingly find it unlocked, and everything's weird and amiss. Tammy's like, I haven't seen him since Sunday, and she's at work going on with her life, which, of course, they find very odd because they are like, uh, they've been like inseparable for six months. They were attached at the hip, and she's so jealous, and everybody involved knows how jealous she is. So the fact that like she would even like keep her eye off of him for more than. 24 hours seems a little bit suspect. Yeah. Isn't there an incident where they talk about how he took his cousin out to the movies one night? And his just friends, because she was like female? One of his, it was a sister's, no, not a sister's cousin. Cause that would be his. It was like his good, like one of the women interviewed was like a good friend of his. I think it was her cousin. If I'm not mistaken. Well, one of the women was his sister. So it might've been. It might have just. Yeah, I, I think don't, it was uh, his actual. Cousin. Cousin. I think I'm not it was, sure like if it was his sister, but then wouldn't that be his? You know, I guess. I yeah, I, I thought it was his cousin, but yeah, it could be wrong. But yeah, anyway, so they go to uh, the movies, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And um, what happens? Like he, the all her, his car's fucked. What happens to his car? The next morning, all after four it, tires. All four Sorry, tires dude. are slashed. Damn. Yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up and the dad even like chalks it up to like oh you know she's just one of those people like one of those kind of people she's one of those hot-headed i feel like it's one of those things in life like if you ever get your tires slashed out of jealousy from somebody i feel like you've either i feel like you've made it like that's a you know, that's a <laughs> yeah that's a big deal that's pretty classic i like i hate somebody or love somebody so much i'm gonna slash their fucking tires the family shows up to this apartment like you said where uh, they're looking at the apartment doors unlocked weird um, they go to the bedroom. They notice that obviously like the bed has been moved over. You can see the clear indention of like the actual bed frame she has. He has also what's weird is the bed is unmade. It's weird for him because he's like a neat freak. Right. Um, even the fact that like the towels were like, uh, like not, were like kind of thrown into the closet. Right. was, yeah, I think they were like his bed sheets or whatever, or his spare bed sheets were kind of just balled up and like pushed in there. And he was a known neat freak. Yeah. That was, that was really weird for them. In all fairness, have 
Any of you tried to fold a fitted sheet? It's That's impossible. Hard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how you go about it. You just kind of just like you just ball it. You have up. to watch a YouTube video on it. You just ball it up and you shove it in your closet. Well, actually, j- just real quick, while we're on the subject, to divert for a second, does anybody like a top sheet? I don't like a top sheet. I, fucking, I don't like a top. I don't sheet. like. Yeah, not a top sheet fan. All I do is a fitted sheet and a comforter. Exactly. Done. Easy, and, and and you can make your bed in fucking thirty seconds. seconds. Easy peasy. Easy yeah. peasy. Fitted sheets. Yeah, th- that's no some, to the top sheet. That's some hotel thing. I tonight. always think of uh, is it, it's Seinfeld, right? Or is it Kirby? No, it's Seinfeld where he, he doesn't like the tuck under. No tuck. No one tuck. tuck and one no tuck. No, yeah, fuck that tuck. I always untuck in a yeah, hotel. Top sheets are are awful. <laughs> uh, they don't see. make you warmer. There's no real point. Yeah. <laughs> so you put um, one leg outside of the mattress. You know, you put one leg outside of the fucking top <laughs> comforter, like everybody else, and you move on. Yeah. Yeah, you need a control. You need a fucking control. You yeah. Need like one bit. Yeah. Sorry, um, guys. This is perfect. Yeah. We're finding a lot of common ground here. Um, Today's episode is sponsored by Brooklinen. Brooklinen. Yeah. Those sheets. Yeah. The more you wash them, the more fucking comfortable they get. They're incredible. That's I guess they're popular, huh? Brooklinen? Like, there's a, there's a location on uh, 11th Street and uh, Bleecker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they are Brooklyn. They're like Brooklyn owned, but I, I, they're just advertised on all of the uh, podcasts. That and I actually, yeah, we we got some, and yeah, at first you're like, "What the fuck? These are kind of like they're these a little, sheets suck. They're a little stiff, but like the more you wash them, the more like they're like cool side of the sheet for life. Like they're really good." Oh, I got to look into that. Like Big I said, fan. there's a brick and mortar store in in the city. I've seen. Yeah, it it it, it was kind of pricey, but like. They are pretty fucking good. Like if if they got like a hole in them or got destroyed, I'd be really upset. <laughs> all right. So this podcast is brought to you by Brooklyn. And yeah, these guys. just like all podcasts of like 2018. I don't even think they. <laughs> I think they've moved on from the podcast market. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so back to sheets. So um, this bed <laughs> is moved, right? Um, and when they pull back the Brooklyn and sheets trademark. I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> when they pull back Jesus the sheets, Christ. there's a blood. There's like a blood stain on the mattress. Uh, they find a bullet hole, and then there's a blood stain on the carpet too, right? Underneath the bed. Yeah, the top mattress was ripped, obviously from a bullet wound. Not wound, sorry. Like a bullet made the hole in the mattress. There was blood yeah. on top. There was blood on the floor in the carpet, as well as a bullet hole in the closet. I think. Yeah, in hindsight, I'm trying to think about what was the relevance of that. How'd that get there? Um, sh- sh- the think, angle. Yeah, they think he was. Uh, she was like. They think he was shot at like a downward, like like he was sleeping. It was probably a quick and painless death. I think is what that horrified looking coroner says. God, can we talk about her next? <laughs> yeah, the the not the coroner. What, what is she like? Forensic medical examiner. Medical examiner. She kept scratching her neck. Her her eyes are just so like she's seen some shit. I think that's what you turn into when you work in one of those places for too long, right? Yeah, you become yeah. what you look at. Her eyes are just so big, and she's just like recounting this body it's and from the awful pl- condition. It's from it was pulling in. in all of that awful information into your eyeballs, and the smile slash wince slash grin part twinkle. Yeah. Oh, the, did you notice that part when she's like? So once they find the second bag. Which we haven't got to, but whatever, you've seen the episode. 
She does this look where she's like, now you could just, you could even just lay it out and put it all together. And she does this like head tilt that almost looks looks like a joke, like like, almost looks like she's kidding around, but it's not. It's just the, the mixture of her big bug, like I've seen fucked up shit eyes mixed with her. Like That's leaning. her quote unquote uh, morgue humor. Yeah, some good old. Some good, you got to have good morgue humor, and good just like in every humor. TV show, if you're the morgue person, you're eating something, right? While you're like explaining, there's always a sandwich or like yeah. a hot pocket. Yes, right? <laughs> I kind of love that trope. Like, yeah, they've seen it all. They're just eating a fucking gross burrito, a bloody ass roast sick. beef sandwich. Yeah, something drippy. It's always ridiculous. I think it's like a turkey leg. <laughs> from medieval times that's some like I'm, I was thinking of the same thing medieval times <laughs> that's some anti-tribeca shit right there the oh, green knight get that fork away from me give me that fucking turkey leg no fork no forks and spoons allowed you gotta drink the soup out of the fucking goblet <laughs> there's a show Angie tribeca that's fully like airplane naked gun humor it's so fucking funny. I think the whole thing's on HBO Max now because it was like a TBS show, so nobody watched it when it was on. But they put it's out so many like, of those movies when we were younger. They put out like Hot Shots, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, just, oh, man, just silly. Awesome. Uh, loaded Weapon with Emilio Estevez. Remember that one? It was a yeah. it was a lethal weapon ripoff. Loaded Weapon wasn't it like already like three and a half or something? I think Kathy Ireland was like the the female love interest in that movie. One of those movies like started with a sequel, even though it wasn't a sequel. It was like the only movie. I forget. I think that was Loaded Weapon. I think it was like Loaded Weapon Two was like the first. Yeah, and only it was movie. the first. In a- <laughs> so stupid. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, that's all, all, all I remember from that movie is that like Emilio Estevez is in like a Seven Eleven, and he opens up a magazine. I like the magazine shelf and like all like the the cardboard like subscription tabs fall out but like he's standing in a pile of them like they just keep falling out every page he turns they just keep falling out <laughs> so stupid yeah I, I vaguely remember seeing that on tv just like an oily emilio estevez oily yeah very shiny um because they're doing the whole rambo thing right um, yes mel so, gibson uh and lethal weapon oh yeah so it's anyway so back to Duh. the bullet holes and stuff once the, they see the bullet holes, the dad's like, I was in the army. I know what the fuck this is. So he makes everybody leave because he's like, clearly this is a crime scene. They call the cops who immediately are agree and treat it as a uh, suspected foul play missing person. They even have a clip of the newscast and stuff like that. Tasia, who is the sister, calls Tammy again and she still denies having anything to do with it or having seen him since Sunday, which is insane once again. She even sort of threats. She's like, we're going to have a problem, like, right now, like, if, you know, if he doesn't turn up soon. Um, and she was going to work and posting and stuff, just like the uh, Tasia. I think it's Tasia's husband um, who's, like, talking about how, like, she just went on with her day and stuff. And yeah, she's at work every day, and she's posting on her Instagram and all that shit. Yeah. And he gets all emotional talking about how he had to break the news. Well, that was later on when they went to the more, you know, when they went to the sheriff station. Yeah, once they find the bag and stuff. So we, let's break down everything after that. Obviously, the episode starts with the old, with the finding of the uh, sleeping bag. Yes, um, the first bag. I think it was uh, somebody on the side of the highway mowing the lawn. Oh right? yeah, it like uh, the uh, ODOT, Ohio Department of Transportation, was mowing the highway. When they stumbled upon the first bag, which was a blue sleeping bag wrapped up with duct tape. And uh, upon approaching it and kind of 
investigating it, but not really investigating it. I guess they just probably picked it up and was like, oh, like there's, yep, there's some heavy in here or something. Um, called uh, the cops because they suspected that it might have been like a dog or God forbid or someone's a child. child. Yeah, they thought it was a child, right? A child, yeah. And this is where they pass the buck to the highway patrolmen to do the the unfortunate task of uh, opening it up. I think it's important to note that uh, Tammy is obviously a person of interest before they find the sleeping bag and she's interviewed by cops and released because they didn't have enough evidence or anything. So that's before the body is found on October of 20 in October of 2018. Yeah. During the episode, they do a series of uh, time jumps. They introduce the bag in the beginning and then they give you the backstory and then they start intersplicing the timeline with Tammy being released and picked up. And, you know, before he was reported missing, it jumps around a bit, but you know, as you watch it, it's, it makes sense. Talk about a time warp. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So 10 days after the sleeping bag is found um, with the lower torso, they find a duffel bag on I-75, a black duffel bag with red straps. This contained David Carter's head, um, and it was wrapped in several different grocery bags. Oh, and this is another awkward moment where the uh, the medical examiner takes the opportunity to uh, visually describe how one of the grocery bags was draped over his head and tied like a bow underneath his chin. And she makes this weird looking grin. Yeah, she does. She does reenact it very fucking awkwardly. Yeah. She's so creepy. This poor woman. And and this is also, this is also another situation in which episode one and then this episode, which is number three, I feel like they don't hold back when they show fucking evidence. Cause I feel like showing that dirty bag that his head was in was pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah, that bloody true religion bag. Yeah. And then in the first episode, they showed what? They showed her feet. Yeah. After she yeah. got hit by the train. I feel like there were a couple moments where I went, oh, man, I can't believe they showed that shit, which is, you know, I guess good for pushing the case forward and trying to figure shit out, but makes you fucking, you know, shift in your seat a bit. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome stuff for sure. So uh, once they find the head, she can tell that it, um, he died from a single gunshot wound below his left ear. And she says it was pretty much painless. Um, October 16th, the upper torso was found. Um, and this was also inside a bag on the side of I-75. It was in a hard flower suitcase. And also, they show it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all flowery design. Yeah, she also says that that these cuts weren't were done with like nothing more than just like a normal household knife, which is yeah, like a butcher's up. knife. Yeah, they weren't clean cut, so whoever did this must have had the I guess stomach and the psyche to just sit there and gruesomely separate a body. So, like, my ultimate question in all this is like, do you think that she acted alone? Really? That's interesting. I don't know. Uh, Probably. I hope so. I feel like that's a lot of work between the cutting and dragging, you know. So she's missing. They're not even notified that she's missing until like 2019 until the next year. But as of October, she's gone. October 16th, she's seen in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And uh, credit cards from that day reveal that she uh, actually took out a bunch of cash. And then she was seen eating alone at a local restaurant. 
And, and having night, drinks. Yeah, and she spent the night at a hotel. She was seen at medieval times in Chicago. Yeah, and then the next day, she took a train to Chicago for <laughs> the 8 p.m. performance of Medieval Times. For the Green Knight's victory. <laughs> and then she, from Chicago, she does go to New York City, and she's last seen at the Neptune Hotel, which is in Bush, Bushwick. My brother said he knew that, like, he walked by that place every day when he lived in Bushwick. So he was like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's, like, the last place that she was seen uh, New York City on October 18th of 2018. 18th, yeah. Um, her current whereabouts are still unknown, and that's like, yeah, that's pretty much, that's like the general timeline of events. Um, yeah, I mean, people don't know where she is. Um, I guess if she, she had a good amount of time, if she's like missing 2019, you know, She's lucky for a year, but then that next year, no one's really leaving their house. You know, the and then next COVID. Year, yeah, like she went missing right before COVID. I mean, yeah, I mean, she went missing in 2019. So, um, um, yeah, if she was just lucky for a year, she had a couple of years of COVID. And then COVID nobody, happens, everyone's locked down, and no one's looking for anybody, and you know all that shit. So, one of the parts that were sad, we're talking about how prior to his body being found. The uh, the mother, his mother was diagnosed with cancer, and then after she, like they found the body, she kind of gave up on her treatments, her chemo and whatnot, and she just f- kind of gave in and passed away eventually. According to TMZ, um, the episode led law enforcement to receiving more than ninety tips. Ooh, TMZ. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how helpful that is, but yeah. And apparently quite a lot of tips claiming that she's still on American soil. Uh, nothing more specific than that. That's a little tidbit from Radio Times. I don't know why that sounds so official. Instead yeah, of saying right. that she's still in the United States, she's still on American soil. Dun, dun. Like she's a tank. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's just so crazy. Last last place she was seen was in Bushwick. She might be around. You got to keep an eye out for her. She's probably working at some nursing clinic. She, yeah. Uh, it was that guy that I love the investigator. He's like, because she was a nurse and stuff. He's like, she could have taken your blood. It's like, let's be honest. She doesn't have any trouble with blood. <laughs> <laughs> she could have taken your blood yesterday. He was very specific about the timeline. And let's with be a honest. butter knife. And let's be honest. She loves that blood. She's a big old fan. She loves blood. Um, it's really sad because he did seem like a good dad and his kid seems like a really sweet kid. I feel like everybody in the family, all the friends and his son and the dad, I feel like they were all sweethearts and it was just terrible to watch, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the sister and stuff as well. I've been talking about all these people that, you know, um, like, it's like the place was packed out. People were standing in the aisle, you know, all that. Yeah. He had impacted a lot of different people's lives and, um, showed him being like a coach for his kid when he was younger. And even before, right before he died up to right before he died, he was at uh, football games. Um, <clears throat> DJ, the son talks about the game after his father died. Yeah. They won fucking 64, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They kicked ass and he did it for his dad. Yeah. It's, it's a really sad fucking story. Like, God, it was sad seeing that, uh, the last time David himself was seen was three days before his body was found. 
and they had video of him at his son's game cheering, turning around the camera. They said they, they were throwing popcorn at each other. It was like, you know, big old family event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What a crazy asshole this lady is. I want to know more about her, like, before. I would like to find some more information about prior I like to how they this. mentioned, like, how she changes her appearance all the time, hair, this and that. But the that cool investigator was like, she got a big-ass fucking rose tattoo on her arm that goes up to her neck. You know, if she if she still has it, then it'll be easy to identify her. But if she got it covered up, then some tattoo artist fucking remembers that arm, you know? Yeah. Did you cover up a big-ass rose tattoo that wasn't terrible? But it wasn't great either. But it wasn't terrible. This is middle road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a standard Ohio-Michigan uh, fair. <laughs> yeah i mean shit oh my gosh better than my first tattoo on the boardwalk <laughs> yeah uh, we're back in when you were <laughs> yes when you were sentenced to that uh two-year stint in prison and you got all those tattoos oh prison tattoos mm-hmm. i mean there was like no real conspiracy about it you know like it wasn't like but who really killed him? And like this person was also seen at the apartment. It wasn't anything like that. It was like, yo, this bitch killed this fucking guy and we can't find her. Yeah. Yeah. No one's like straightforward. No one's know? really questioning if she did it because no. she's, yeah, she's, you know, just the fact that she's she, not the suspect. She fucking did it. Yeah. Just the fact that, I mean, she didn't even try to like immediately act worried and stuff. She was just like, whatever. Posting on social media. He disappears. It's fine. She threw all three bags within like a mile of each other. They talked to that one girl who uh, went to high school with uh, David Carter and um, also with Tammy. And they're just like, yeah, she talks about how she was really surprised that they started dating and stuff like that. Um, because she had kind of, they just hadn't heard from her since high school. That's shady. I want to know more about like her past before that. Yeah, they didn't give too much background on Tammy herself, except for the fact that while they dated, you know, she was very jealous. And she was just a former high school friend. Yeah. But yeah, other than not that. Not too much into her past, like not in any history on her ex-boyfriends prior. They didn't interview any guys that she dated saying, you know, this woman's fucking crazy. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she just snapped. Maybe she's totally innocent. Maybe he was the father. No real updates or anything. Like the last update was uh, the 90 tips. Um, but we're probably not going to get really much information past like 90 tips because it's a very active investigation and they probably don't want to spoil what. Yeah. That one investigator too said it earlier in the episode. He said something like, I don't want to talk too much about it. So I feel like there's more to it that he's not telling us because it's so active and, you know, so fresh. I'm sure it's just a matter of time before this person gets caught either through doing something dumb like DNA tracing or AI facial recognition. Yeah, I feel like she's not that sleek. I just feel like she's been lucky. Yeah. He said that somebody's probably supporting her financially. Someone's putting a roof over her head. Somebody's. They said that she had kids like. Who them? Yeah, she had not twi- Was it twins? She had a boy yeah. and a girl. So that's what they said. Well, they said that the investigators said that every time that they reach out to her people, they say the same thing. Oh, we haven't seen her. We haven't talked to her. 
And what are you really, you know, I guess they're just going to keep pressing the family and following them and keeping an eye on who they talk to. The Reddit is just people talking about how they're scared of her. Yeah, dude, she butchered a man with a butter knife. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I swear I've seen this lady in Paradise, California. She had a short butch hair uh, with no braids, but that tattoo is very distinct and her face is unforgettable. Update tip has been submitted. That was 131 days ago. Call this into the police and the police in the original country, even if you are wrong and you are not sure. Any info is good info. It's like, yeah, bitch, I'm sure she also called the police. She's not just posting in Reddit. Um, but that's crazy. Was she in Paradise, California 131 days ago? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she's a serial killer. Might not be her first rodeo. Another lady says that I live in Carbondale, Illinois, and she's, she's like, I could swear I've seen her around. But her emoji looks like, oh, um, a crazy person. Yeah, okay, the Reddit's not very helpful. Mm. This shit is just ongoing, and that's that, you know? Yeah, there's not really much more. This is more of a where in the world is Where the fuck is Tammy she? Not Williams. It's not a whodunit. It's a... Where the fuck is Where it? the fuck, yeah. Where are you at? Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a fucking crazy uh, uh, way to um, end a relationship. I feel like a Dear John letter would just be better. Yeah. Yeah. Something a little more simple. Not enough conspiracy and intrigue in this one. And then what's the next, what's next week's, um, what happened to Josh? Right? What happened to Josh? No, which one is it? <laughs> Tell me what happened to Josh. He just disappeared from a, a party. Did he get UFO'd? No. I don't remember if they find Josh. Oh, I think they do find Josh's body, but yeah, they're just. Hey, like, spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There are some people who haven't seen it yet, David. Next week's episode, Body in Cornfield. Yeah, Body at Party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I think we might have to use that one next. It's not at the party. That's a band name. (laughs) Body at Party and the Dead Reddits. Oh, no, the next one is a good one. Um, Death in the Vegas Motel, directed by Sky Borgman, who's like a really good... uh, Oh, that could have been a body at a party. Uh, Yeah, actually. um, No, this is about, this is about a wrestler, uh, this Vegas dude who's like a crazy personality who, um, whose body's found and they don't know why he was killed. But yeah, he, I don't, he, I think, I don't know. This is another one that might not be that weird. He might've just been involved with uh, the wrong people and he was a big older man that probably did a lot of drugs. So I don't know. Um, but we'll get to it. Cause I only saw that one once. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk about that one. Cause there's, that one's got lots of theories and things. And, um, so that'll be, we could dig more into that one. But as far as this one, there's not much digging. It just, you know, yeah, it's a tragedy. And this fucking bitch needs to be caught. It's pretty obvious what happened. <laughs> they don't really get into like, that she bought all that stuff new. They just kind of mention it that like she had to go out there and buy all that. Like what's that? Like the suitcase the and the sleep sleeping bag and stuff like that. I feel like that for whatever reason, I feel like that suitcase would be in her house already. It seems like a suitcase that she would already have. That was actually her wig case. It's what her oh, girls yeah. traveled in. <laughs> her wig case. 
The girls traveled in those. This is a regular Moira uh, sh- shit. Moira shit? No. Mo- no. What's the family's name in Shit's Creek? <laughs> the Rose, right? The Roses. Yeah, Moira Rose. Yeah, uh, the Shits are the mayor. <laughs> Chris, what's his name? Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott, yeah. Canadian comedic legend. Um, of course, thank you. Uh, yeah, so body in bags, um, three bags. One was a sleeping bag, black duffel bag, and floral suitcase. Two bags technically, in a case. Technically, you didn't count the uh, shopping bags as well. Oh, fuck. Double, it was I, a double bag. The duffel bag, the, the head was in the shopping bags and the duffel bag. Yeah, so there's lots of bags. Um, yeah, fuck this woman, and it's terrible, man. I Yeah, this uh, is really sad. Because this guy seemed uh, really, 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 really sweet. And, yes. Um, um, but apparently his son is continuing lavish habits, so you can buy some of their uh, shirts. And I think, yeah, you can buy some shit. Support um, uh, lavish habits. Yeah, for sure. Um, and um, go look up. We'll post a picture of uh, Tammy on our Instagram. Um, go look it up because yeah, fuck this hoe. Um, let's find her ass and uh, nail her because she shot her boyfriend in the head and cut him up into pieces while he was sleeping and just fucking threw his body out over the I seventy five bullshit move. The one thing that the terrified, uh, traumatized coroner does say is that he probably had a quick, uh, painless death, which I guess is something. I don't know. Silver lining. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, it's pretty a uh, cut and dry case. Thanks for listening, guys. This week, uh, probably won't be back next week. We'll take a week off because we're Dan and I will be. When you listen to this, we'll be on uh, the high seas. We're going on a uh, the Joko cruise. It's just cult cruise, cult cruise. Cult Is that why you guys cruise, dyed your hair? Cult cruise. You yeah, yeah. We Dan, I, I have purple hair, and Dan has blue hair, and yeah, it's a big old nerd boat. Um, like they have. They have a video, they have a board game library, they have every video game console you can think of, and like every game you can Fucking think of. Nerds. They have uh, co- comedians, improv, like all sorts of shit. It's and and this, year, this year we've been invited to participate in the uh, human sacrifice. So, as long as there's no sleeping bags on board. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll be back um, to talk about Death in a Vegas Motel. Um, and continue along with these uh, with the volume three um, that all came out October. Yeah, this was released over th- three weeks, October through, and I think the last three came out at the beginning of November. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks Dan Derwin for hanging out with us. Thanks, Rodan. thanks for having me, guys. Always. See you guys next time. Yeah, it should be good. Um, thanks for staying up late with us as well. Uh, I know you're going to uh, see some hockey in Philadelphia, right? F- Philadelphia. Yeah, Rangers uh, Flyers tomorrow night in Philly. I have a train to catch, and it'll be fun. Are you going to get a, a sloppy Philly cheesesteak? Yeah, where, where do you go for Phillies? Um, Tony Luke's. Is that a, have you heard of that place? Yeah, I've never yeah. even been to Philly. I, I need to get one of those sloppy babies in my life. And they're, they're one of the, like, everyone either fights. It's either Geno's or Tony Or Pat's. Luke or Pat's. Okay. But Tony Luke preferred. Tony Luke preferred. Nice. You heard it so here. Be a good um, time. Don't send us <laughs> angry letters. First, yeah. All you <laughs> East Coasters. <laughs> All right. Yeah, once again, thanks a lot, guys. Um, for every mystery, there's someone somewhere who knows the truth. And perhaps that someone is listening... Um, and perhaps that someone is you, and if you, yeah, and you saw Tammy Williams, and we can nail that asshole. Um, yeah, take care, guys. 
See you guys next time. <laughs> uh.